the danger is past? I very much doubt it. Search protocols and calming announcements from the elder races be damned. Not unless it wants to be found. Great. She had to admire the dryness of his delivery. He'd deserved that promotion. Not really. What does it want? It told me it was collecting data. Studying us? So it seems. Why? No idea. We may never know. Little pieces of plastic were ubiquitous throughout Confederation space. The alien could be a part of any of them. It could be any of them. It could mimic other materials, and while the parts they'd most recently been in contact with had been gray, Big Yellow proved rather conclusively that that didn't have to be the case. The handrail on the beltway could be recording data for the alien, as the alien, while she passed. Torin, by career choice and disposition more paranoid than most, had made a conscious decision not to think about that. It could make us all forget it was ever here, Hollis pointed out, his voice fraying a bit around the edges. Not all of us, Hollis. He turned, stared at her for a moment, and smiled. That's right. It can't mess with your head. Took a look inside and was scared off. It wants to get to Shiko Company, it'll have to get through me. Which was both the truth and complete bullshit, since she had no more way of stopping the alien, singly or collectively, than she had of convincing the Navy that a straight line was the shortest distance between two points. But it was bullshit Hollis needed to hear, and bullshit he needed to repeat to his squad. Or maybe it was part of the statement that was the truth he needed to repeat. Whatever worked. Technically, it hadn't messed with her head— hadn't adjusted her memories of the escape pod the way it had adjusted the memories of nearly everyone else who'd been involved in the exploration of Big Yellow. Hadn't and couldn't were two totally different things. The shortage of NCOs meant that Torin had only to put in a request to the station SISOP to have her old quarters reassigned. The recon mission to Big Yellow had been a temporary posting— but the promotion before traveling to Ventress to brief command on the Silsvis had destroyed the certainty of a round-trip ticket. Integrating an aggressive reptilian species into the Corps would take decades, and she'd essentially been responsible for their willingness to join. That made her, if not an expert on the species, someone whose opinion command intended to exploit. Fortunately, new information from the Marines stationed at the Embassy on Silsvis had pushed her experience out toward the edge of the target, some of those Marines were trained xenopsychologists, rather than a non-com with good instincts and a willingness to kick ass when required, and, more importantly, none of them had been expected to kill a senior officer. Torin suspected a few people were concerned because they still weren't sure if she'd have gone through with it had General Morris's sacrifice actually been necessary. She supposed it didn't help that when asked directly she'd said, "'As it wasn't necessary, I guess we'll never know.' which was the absolute truth. It wasn't something anyone could know until it happened, no matter what they believed themselves capable of. Her willingness to hack Major Svensson's arm off with an axe hadn't reassured anyone. When she dialed the door open, her quarters looked just as she remembered them, right down to the Silsfist skull hanging on the wall over her entertainment unit. Weird. When she'd left for Ventress, she'd put everything she wasn't taking with her into station storage— "'Messages?' she asked as the door slid shut behind her. She'd verbalized, so the station did the same. "'One message to Gunnery Sergeant Kerr from Staff Sergeant Greg, Reg Huber, as follows. 
Welcome back, honey. We figured the last thing you'd need to do was sort your crap out, so we did it for you. Lance Corporesque says you need stronger encryptions on your storage unit. Greg sounded matter-of-fact, but Torin would have bet hard currency that he'd changed his own unit setting immediately after he saw what Resk could do with an eight-digit code. Twenty-thirty tonight in the SRM. Don't be late or we'll start without you. Torin patted the skull fondly as she passed on her way to the shower. It was good to be home. There's been a lot of action out on the edge of the sector. Long-range sensors have picked up Susumi portals here, here, and here. Captain Rose touched three points on the starfield currently mapped out on the briefing room's HMU and frowned at the resulting red lights. Navy squares are not responsible. Second Lieutenant Jarrett's lavender eyes darkened as light receptors opened to give him a better look at the map. Civilians, sir? The captain.